to Red's Bar Chat. Giving you all the talk from the terraces, the whispers from the West End, the echoes from the East End, and the banter from the bar. Hello and welcome to Red's Bar Chat. We have decided to uh, give this another crack. Um, ow. Yeah. I'm oh, here. no, you I'm are here. here. Oh, good. good. <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining. <laughs> thanks for joining there, buddy. I, I totally forgot what I had to do. <laughs> no, I thought I'd just quickly say hi. And do, do you know what? Just quickly say one thing before we sort of start. Um, we've had quite a few tweets from a few of our listeners. Yep. Fo- followers. Have said that you know where you guys been? You still doing the podcast? And uh, well, we sort of life all took over a bit for us. Um, for a start, I wasn't quite getting to the games I wanted to, and it's a bit sort of unfair to give an opinion on games. And it just well, we wasn't too sure. And do you know what we thought? We well, we saw Tuesday's game and thought, do you know what? Let's give this another go just for the hell of it. To be fair, we was um, talking about doing the, the pod. In pre-season, we were talking about trying to... Because we were trying to get some out at the end of last season as like a bit of a fans thing. But we just... just as we said, we didn't get the time. So now... That our, took over a bit, didn't it? Yeah. So now that we, our schedules are in sync again, um, we can get the band back together, surely. Yeah, that's right, mate. Well, I can go to games as well, which is... Uh... Which was helpful, really. Yeah. <laughs> but I wasn't actually watching the content. Might have been a bit dodgy. Yeah. Fair, but hey, but um, that's... that's... Let's crack on then, shall we? Crack on, so, crack on. So Let's do it, shall we? Let's go. So where was we? Um, Cure out? I think that's where we sort of left it. Yeah, so um, basically, we don't think Harry Cure is very in it. No, don't. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave Cure alone for now. Just pent up anger for like six months. When was it we did it? Was it like October time, wasn't it, last one we did? I think the last one was September. September? No, really? Yep, September. So it's nearly a year. Oh, mate, that's not good, is it? No, no. But this not. is this is actually our fourth season of doing it as well. I mean, if so we could sort of discount last year we did a few didn't we we did we yeah we had this we had a half a season ticket last year so uh yeah, yeah. i mean I, I think i got to about i think i went to only six own games or something so it's not good not good at all from my perspective anyway but hey i'm back on it now all things have aligned as you said life's back on track i can now go and watch crawley on a saturday happy days really and i'm um i'm pleased i'm, pl- oh, I'm pleased i've got a better squad to watch as well say so, i've from past seasons I'd say I think that's probably a good start anyway yep um, those incriminating photos that Selim seems to have had over a few players uh, have come to roost <laughs> well played well played that's a uh, he, he did say that you know before uh, at the end of last season he did tout the name like Oli Palmer do you reckon Oli Palmer would be a good fit for Crawley I said yes I reckon Oli Palmer would be the perfect fit for Crawley um, do you know what I mean I don't want to no, I'm going to brag a little bit, but we were talking about him about four years ago, wasn't we, when he played against us in for Leighton Orient, didn't we? We, was yeah. all, we all sort of like kept an eye on him because he just seemed like a perfect fit for us. You know, he was... I mean, Bruiser. Yeah, and he bullied Sonny Bradley, didn't he? Um, when he? I know he won the game in the end, but when they took him off, 
we 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 turned Leighton Orient over, didn't we? I know yeah. it seems like ages ago now, and that was only three seasons ago or whatever it was. But you know, it's but it's good to see players who you've seen do well at this level join your club. Yeah, definitely. and it's also good to see players who have played at a high level come and join your club. Yes, but here's the but, and this is where Branchy comes back. <laughs> I can't say that I'm fully on board with how we're setting up at the moment. I think we've got some good players. Obviously, you know, Vince Lowe from League One has played at a top level. Obviously, um, Maurice as well, he's, he's come on board. We can, well, we've seen sort of glimpses from him at the moment, but I'm just not quite seeing partnerships form between these new players and, and the existing players. I just feel like it's, I don't know if it's a bit too early to start judging him, I'm not too sure, but I, I think there's a bit of a fanfare with a couple of these players coming on board as well, and the club are very excited to bring these on. But I'm st- I'm still not sure that they're quite the right fit with the players we've already got. Uh, yeah, it's a it's um I would say that the partnerships and that, but like Jimmy Smith's played with Marais before, and like Marais obviously played with Polion, uh, so that's that kind of link up. Vince Lowe's already played with alongside Ollie Palmer before as well at Leighton Orient. What a centre back? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the, cl- the close. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, but the partnerships yeah. should still be there. Do you know what I mean they should just literally just be uh, fusing on? Um, I think Danny Bournemouth's played with literally every single person in the league <laughs> yeah, since the true, league yeah. started. So uh, he's got to have a partnership with everyone, surely. He's probably yeah. played. He probably played with some of those players' dads as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm just been from a close perspective. Like at the moment, I'm not seeing the partnership between Vin- Vince Lowe and Cons. I don't. I can't really see that working. A dynamic for me doesn't quite sit at the moment. I like them both individually, but I'm not. I would rather see Vince Lowe in that holding midfield position. I just don't think he's got the legs. Yeah. The, um. As as uh, I've been pretty da- wrong, obviously. No, as as um, Dame Carol Bates uh, said to us, uh, as I spoke to before, he seems like Vince Lowe seems to get caught in the air quite a lot. He um doesn't win very many air duels, and mm. obviously in League Two, uh, that is. Part and parcel of the game that is literally is, the bed yeah. and butter, uh, bed and butter, bed and butter, getting the ball mm. up there and uh, that brute strength up there. And I, I have found as well that he goes, he, he's like a David Luiz. He steps up, puts a foot in, and then it's caught out. I mean, you found mm. it with the second goal on Tuesday. He's it's all come from the ball being played in the channel that he should have been in because mm. he stepped out, uh, put a foot in. The player's gone down. A surprise, shock, and. Um, then the ball's playing to his channel, he can't recover, and it doesn't even look like he's trying to recover. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, they just literally just tap it in from... A, well, it was just an easy goal, wasn't it? Yeah, so easy. I agree, yeah. The thing with Vincelo is, I said, oh, on paper, he looks like a, a cracking player, but he seemed like the perfect QL signing based on sort of behaviours of Sim from last year, like playing pain at centre-back, playing uh, attacking players as centre-backs. And to me, it seems like he's wanted that player to play in the sort of well in the back two or, or back three you can play the ball out yeah. I think he's more concerned about that side of the game rather than the bread and butter as you're saying you're winning your headers um, beating your playing against your number nine and, and dominating him and I don't feel like Vince Lowe's the right man for that job personally if if I was in charge now I would be looking at bringing another another centre back in and looking to play Vince Lowe higher up the pitch in, in, in the centre midfield but now we brought in Milsom. Now I'm thinking probably might not be a spot for him anymore. He had a cracker on Tuesday, didn't he? Well, uh, well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I am. Um, he had like a really like mad half an hour, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he started really well, and I, yeah. And the thing is, I think I cursed him because I was saying to um, I was saying to my friend Stuart, I've got another friend by the way. Oh, that's why I couldn't come. I've got a new friend as well. <laughs> um, so I talked to my new friend Stuart, and uh, I said, 
This Milsom is pretty decent. Look, both footed. And then he uh, goes and stitches poor Glenn Morris up like a <laughs> kipper. That literally does him. He's, how's your touch, mate? And then the next thing you know, it's in the back of the net. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to be too harsh. Amazing. It was poor, but I still think he is a good signing for us. I think that he is a far better option than Payne. Oh, he's, he's unfeeble. I mean, he's, he's not match fit yet. No, really. definitely not. No, I no. mean, he's missed three games of the season already. Oh, I'd say, yeah, well, three games because he didn't get to start last game, did he? Did he start away? He did, didn't he? He started in yeah, 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 yeah. So he's missed two games of the season. He missed, the, I think, the last couple of games of preseason as well because where it was kind of up in the air if he was taking him yeah. or not. But yeah, I'm with you. The thing is, I've never been a massive Payne fan. Mm. You know, yeah, he scored a free kick sometime a few years ago, and apparently now they're making the best free kick taker in the league. I, mm. I'm not having that, no. and I'm, I just can't have him. I just, there's times where he looks like you know, like Payne Esther. You know, it, there's times where he's getting all the all the time in the world, and he's doing all his little lovely flicks and tricks, and you think, oh, that's nice to see. And everyone loves a pretty diag as well, doesn't yeah. they? It does it does look good when you knock a you know ball that first time across one side of the pitch to the other. But there's more to the especially the thing about Ben centre midfield is is you're very exposed. You know, so that's one thing you, you sort of defend him for, but what makes you a good centre midfielder is being a 7 out of 10 week in, week out, like your Smiths and Bullmans. That's how you stay good at this level. Yeah. But Payne is so inconsistent, hence why you can't trust him in there. And no. that's been my problem. Because, I mean, there are, there are games where you just think he's unplayable. Yeah, I know. You that's know, what's you annoying. Think, wow, he's, he's unreal. And then the next six months, you're sitting there thinking, wow. He's un- I can't believe he's actually playing this level because he's that dire. Yeah. You know, and let's, let's face it, we don't get that many free kicks for us to uh, to keep using his ability to mm. put in the perfect free kick nine times out of ten, mm. which I've seen one of mm. out of the free kicks he's had in the last mm. four years. Oh, is it the post as well? Is that one and a half? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's really good. But it, it, like you say, like Milson comes in, it has a bit different, it keeps the ball moving, and he's someone that's always looking for the ball. Even though he cocked up and stitched up uh, Glenn Morris, he was still demanding the ball, still wanting that ball, trying to make amends for it. Yeah, the, 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 the worry... We kind of wish he didn't, because we was all like, oh, go give it to him! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the only thing that worried me was he had, like, after he made the mistake, he had a bit like, really bad like 10, 15 minutes afterwards. Yeah, like, it, like, his head was completely gone. Yeah, he started putting in some rush tackles. Yeah, right, and like, he just dodged, I just don't know whether that's... What he's going to be like, you know, throughout the season, but you know, I like to sort of. I just think it's rustiness. I, I'm going to put it down yeah, to the fact I, he's not match fit. And... Yeah, I want to give him I, I, like all the new signs. Well, I want to give them time. Yeah, like, I want to move on to like Polion as well, for example. Where I, I mean, going back to Palmer actually is look how much like I mean, how like, when him scoring that first goal for him, even that friendly. Look at the differences made for him. Polion for me needs a goal big time. Yeah, and. At the moment, I, I, I want to give him 10 games. I think that's why I, I want to leave it at that and then see where I'm at after 10 games. But at the moment, he's not as quick as I thought he was going to be. He doesn't really hold up the ball as well as I thought he was going to be. A couple of things I've seen are positive. But when he's got his uh, face to goal, he's quite good at laying it off sidewards like, and then sort of carry on his run. I've seen a couple that's, of... That's him shooting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I've seen a couple of good one twos that he's played with um the patient like Nathaniel George actually on Tuesday. It linked up quite well with him. He had that shot, didn't it? Cole just almost passed the post. Yeah. He also had that one that hit him. I mean how he didn't score that open goal, for example. It's two of those. Yeah, oh, mate. Um you, you can you can forgive one in a game. No, but no, two? Yeah, I am just a bit I, I said I I don't want to chuck him under a bus just yet. It's no, four games in, you know what I mean? We'd, we'd yeah. you'd be absolutely We'd be at, we'd be ruthless, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if we would sit there and start 
you know, cussing all the players four games in. You know, like they're still trying to learn Harry Kewell's style of football, mm. you know, which is obviously a lot of possession and don't have any shots on target, <laughs> which is obviously what we love watching. We just love watching that midfield, uh, that kind of midfield build-up to get the ball out wide, to kick it out for either a throw-in or a goal kick. Well, that, to me, is what League 2 is all about. <laughs> just that really sexy giving the ball away in really dangerous areas that re- really just gets me going. It, it's, you know... <laughs> It's the Barcelona way, and the, th- the thing is, what I um like the players are, have got a lot to you know work out, and I think Moraes is kind of un- has come in a little bit, and maybe he might be a little bit unmatched, you know, not matched fit as well. But it's like he's kind of underestimated the league a little bit as well because he seems to think he's got a bit more time on the ball than he has. Yeah, I've noticed. You know, don't get me wrong, the geezer like oozes quality. Like when mm. he's got the ball at his feet, he's just like you mm. see, he's a, like a notch above. He yeah. just needs to get up to speed with how rough and ready this league is and this yeah. league is rough and ready and that's what I mean about partnerships as well he's sort of slowly building one with um, Palmer up front he's sort of set him up a couple of times but again it's that link up playing like closer on the pitch like as I mentioned about two centre backs we still don't really know who our best two centre midfielders are going to be or he's going to pick with obviously Smith coming back in it's obviously going to be one with Smith isn't it basically but yeah. Uh, but again I think it's just building those partnerships across the pitch fingers crossed that will then improve the whole entire um, well, hopefully results on as well. You know yeah. that, that should all come come with it as well. But it just feels a bit um, disjointed. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I don't I don't want to say bad because we're going in the right direction. Like I said we are creating chances. We are playing the right way. But there's only so much of this tibby tubby football around the box that we can do before we're we're chasing chasing the rest of the league. You know, we don't yeah. want to be. Well, we take Swindon for for instance as a, a prime example. They had what, three shots on target, four mm. shots on target. They nearly went away with a three-two win. Mm. That's what you need to be doing. Yeah, Do you know I mean, you need to be start start working the keeper down your friend. Mm. And I find that this is just a cool thing over and over again. We don't do that. You know, we we try and get the wide men involved, and then. We just don't have the quality to put the ball in the box. Yeah, they tied up some like fifty odd crosses or something we did, and I can't really pinpoint a chance that we had off the back of the crosses. And it was like, and again, like we we had chance times we had two men like sitting on the D, and we just weren't kind it back for a shot or it just. The one time I we did know. do it, the once the one time we did do it, Josh Payne nearly put one in the top corner. He did. That's right. Yeah. And that was the one. only time we done it. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, that was that one time. Yeah, and we should have learned from that, really. Yeah. The thing is, like, what, um, we'll get onto the game in a, in a minute, but I find, like, with everything going on, like, with the new players and everything, like, I was probably excited for the season. I still am excited for the season. I still think we've got high, well, you know, I've still high hopes about what we've got to achieve because mm. the players that we've got and everything. Mm. But what I do find is Harry Kewell's made us weaker down the right hand side. And I think uh, losing Enzio, the NG that he brought to the right hand side, and the partnership he had with Lewis Young, like, like again, yep. touching on the partnerships that you were talking about. It is a major worry for me that we've got no quality going forward on the right-hand side mm. with, you know, I, I thought Franken might have been that kind of steady, kind of, you know, that steady, like, Enzio kind of player. But I just, I haven't seen what he offers yet. No. That's horrible. I know, like, as we said before about the four games, but I still, you know, at least with Enzio, about four or five games in, you knew what he was about. Well, I think what's strange about Franken is he was signed as a winger who can play in the middle. Now he's playing full-back. Yeah, and it's like so. What's changed here? You know, if you're to be fair, I saw his crossing on Tuesday, and that's probably good for him to be there. But but surely that's what sort of scouting are we doing? You know, what, we we looking at players. You know, we, we, we're buying someone. He says, "Oh, we're buying a wide man slash centre midfield." And you're thinking that's good. We've got a guy who's played a lot of League One football, 
versatile. Yeah, to come into our midfield. Yep. And now he's playing at fullback, and it's like, well, you've only you're replacing him at fullback for another fouled winger. He's not got it at fullback. And I guess we can quickly move on to Youngie as well. I mean, how many times are we going to keep trying him at right wing? Exactly. <laughs> we found how many times? I mean, we've, he was great for us last season as, as right back. Mm-hmm. It's like he finally settled and yep. accepted that he was not going to be a right winger anymore. Mm-hmm. Just be, just be like a kind of right back, you know. And he looked, he was great. He was seven out of ten, like literally yeah. you know, every single game last season, if not more on one or two. Mm. And now what we do? It's like we're playing the right winger out of position by playing in right wing. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, not... just that the thing is, as we said before, at this level, it is so so simple. Just mm. be physical, be fitter, and put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah. That's how easy that is. <laughs> right, I should know because I played Championship Manager and football, uh, FIFA football <laughs> game, and I know everything about it. No, but I'm, it's just you know there are fundamentals. I mean, you look at some of these managers that actually do well in these leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not exactly the Pep Guardiola's of the world football, are they? Do you well, know I mean, they're not. They're just geezers that have been around for a fair while. You know, and just literally just play the basic game. Look at Accrington, for example. I mean, they're the perfect example for me. You know, they, the average. What was it? Fifteen hundred people turn out to watch their games. You know, all they've got is a, is a solid eleven. That's all they had. You know, and they managed to get themselves promoted. And fair play to them. And and we should really and Wickham as well. Another side who I'd say, I wouldn't say they play played particularly glamorous football. If anything, I thought they were awful to watch. But they had a big man up top. They were direct. And if and over the course of like three or four seasons, they've gradually improved and. I know the, the thing is what really was about was you didn't have Ainsworth coming out saying yeah what we need to do we need to play it the right way we need to do this we need to do that we need to get the ball in the deck play it this way Ainsworth didn't care about that Ainsworth just wanted to win yeah win 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 that's it the thing is that's what's going to get people through the doors I think that's what people need to realise that's what's going to get people are going to look people aren't going to look at the league table and say oh look Corey is 17th but hey they play some really good possession football mm. let's go watch it they're yeah. not going to think that they're going to see as we found out in the conference era as we all knew you know, and the League Two era as well. When we all started winning, what happens? The gates go up. So you know, you know, you start looking at the top of the table. People start coming back again. Mm-hmm. These, these guys haven't evaporated. Do you know what I mean these, these three thousand, two thousand people that literally don't want to come to the ground anymore have not just literally been disappeared. Do you know what I mean? Like, like they are still here. They're not still like wandering around Manchester, lost, are they? <laughs> They're still here. So all you got to worry about is getting to the top of the play table and start playing the football that gets us to the top of the table. I don't yeah. care about this tick attack crap. It's boring. Mm. It's rubbish. You know, I don't care about, all right, we've done some nice interplay in midfield. We're going to spread out wide. And all we're going to do is, because we've done a cross ball, put it back in the middle again. Oh, we've lost it. Oh, we're on a counter attack. Oh, we just conceded. That's what I, I don't care about that. I don't care about, we've got a big man up top now. All right, let's get someone playing off him and start playing to the strengths. I mean, I spoke to Glenn Morris after the Wickham game last uh, last season, and he just said, like, they've got a game plan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Their game plan, and they were good at it. They had mm-hmm. one game plan. They didn't need a plan B because they were so good at one game plan that no one could actually infiltrate it. Mm-hmm. We don't have any game. I, I look at players at times, and they do run around looking headless. They do look, honestly, mm-hmm. look, they, at times they run around, and it's like, all right, pass the ball here, pop it around here, run past this cone. Right, give me the ball. Right, pass it around here, come around here, pass this cone. Right, now I'm going to the ball in the box. Okay, right, done the ball in the box. Not good enough. Right, let's go back. You know, it's like it's like they're training in their heads while they're playing the game. <laughs> you know, and as, as we said before, we've got the quality in there now to, to just just stick to a, a simple game plan. Yeah. You know, you know like... Yeah, we've got the big man. I think all we really need is 
possibly another a winger. I, I would bring another centre back in as well, like a bit more of a, a bully, someone who's going to bully. You know, the, the number nines who we're going to be playing against. Or no, we're, we're playing the side. We're going to play a standard four four two. You know, similar to what Port Vale did. Now Port Vale didn't really do much. They played at home. They just oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Port Vale did enough. No, 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 no. Do you know why? Because they, they didn't won. water the grass. Yeah, and that's that annoyed me. That did that whole nonsense about that. And the they fact that, didn't water the grass. You know, See their best player with the grass. <laughs> Can't we sign him? <laughs> it's just it's a it's a mockery. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the thing is, it it does make me laugh because you you have like Harry Kill sitting there talking about yeah we had chances yeah we've done this we've we done this played the right way yeah, played the right way. way. Are you thinking? No, we didn't. We lost. <laughs> yeah. You're playing the wrong way. <laughs> the right way is winning. Why are you not getting here? You know, and that, this is this is what I really like. The thing is, I give him the benefit of the doubt because he had one season here, right? One season this at this level of football, where you talk to any player that plays this level of football, and they will tell you that you can't play the pretty stuff all the time because sometimes people don't water their grass, right? <laughs> yeah. So then you're going to have that problem thinking, right, guys, we're going to play this nice slick pass and move, and all of a sudden you keep this ball and the grass is drier than a nun's foot, right? And you literally. That, that ain't happening now. Your, that... your, t- your tick attacker is off. It's off the table. What you're doing now is you're playing at Oakwood. Right? You've got to try and play with those guys now. You know what yeah. I mean? So what, what do you do? you obviously got to keep the ball off the deck because the ball ain't going to be travelling well on the deck. You've got to start utilising this the diags properly or just get pump it to Oli Palmer. Mm. But they won't. They'll try and do this one, two, three, touch passing. And the next thing you know, like we've lost it. And how many times do we get undone with one ball? Mm-hmm. So many times, just one ball. How many times have we seen it where we've done this mad patient build up and all they've done is literally is just hoof it long and it's just split our defenders and we're one down. Mm. How many week in, week out do we see that? Mm. It's just, are you watching the games, Harry? Mm. I just want to know. That's all I want to know. It's just rigging weird for me. You know, mm. you, can bring, you can bring in all the best players you possibly want, and as, as Selim's done. And, you know, we can still look proper disjointed. Mm. It's called a game plan. You know what mm. I mean? Like, like we got, as I said before, everyone was heaping his praises last season when we was going through that lovely little purple patch of winning, like, every single game. But then when that ran out, you know, that was like a seven, eight match, uh, seven, eight match kind of wind spin, right? Mm-hmm. Decent. But when that ran out, it's because teams found out how to play us. And that was it. Well... Yeah. They started smothering em- like Enzio. They started, you know, marking him out of the game. They started doing so much. You know, like Verhide was out injured again. Yeah. Like when after he made a few cameos, and then that was it. We were done. Yeah. That was us done. Thank you. Thank you for fourteenth. Uh, you know, <laughs> obviously, it was a, a stark improvement from the season before. Of course, yeah, absolutely, but yeah. It's just annoyed me a little bit that we've we've brought better caliber players in, and we're still. Talking yeah. about the same things. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're talking about the same subjects. The same. And I think this time was different because, like you said, Kiel's had a year and he should have known where the improvements are in the squad he's got. Granted, some of the signs have gone out of his hands. You know, you can't really help that, but we are a club who's going to sell. We'll always be a selling club. Yeah. But Which we've done really well this season, by the way. Yeah, of course. I think we've done some cracking business, but it's, right, okay, I've had to sell NGO. I need someone of NGO's mould. Okay, I've got Joshua. I need someone of Joshua's worst mould. You know, and I think that that's kind of what he hasn't really done. He's kind of he hasn't bought a right winger in my in my opinion. Well, he's bought sort of two, but he's not really sure who he likes, and they're both not really playing. They're sort of in and out of the team, and um, Vince Lowe is not a League Two centre back for me. Could you uh, see? Could you see Palmer and Moraes having a bit of a partnership? Yeah, uh, in in what system and like what I mean. So like we've got like, so it'd be like a 
like a four four one or one, something. Four four one one and sort then, of thing. Yeah, so then Palmer like is always got Marais to feed off him. You know, with just as we mm. saw with Harold and uh, Murphy. Yeah. You know, just that like, like, genuine number ten basically. Yeah. From Ray. So yeah, basically, yeah. like you know, every time the ball comes up to Palmer, Palmer does the hard work, which he is absolutely quality at. You know, mm-hmm. I've been so impressed with Palmer. So am I. Yeah. Um, you know, just bring the ball down into Murray's path, spin off, because he's got to be at pace about him as well, Palmer, which is, mm. I didn't know that. I, did, I didn't see that about him no, before, but he's deceptively good. quick. Mm. So, like, he can uh, play the ball off to Murray's, and Murray's will know exactly where to put that ball, and Murray's got that quality to put that ball exactly where yeah. it needs to be. Something that we've not had for a while mm. in that team. And I just, I just think... Because I was going to ask you that question, actually, about Murray's. Is, like, do you think that... Because at the moment, he's sort of got a bit of a free roll... But do we need to get him higher up the pitch? Or we do, definitely or, do, yeah. Or, or do we need him out wide, putting crosses in? Or, and and I, like, again, this is other thing. We've got a player there, and we're not quite sure how to use him. And I think you're saying about four four one one, him be higher up the pitch. I think that could work. Yeah, and he, you know, he, he'd be there to pick up the second balls, hopefully. And because at the moment, as it is, if we have like an injury to uh, Palmer or, or Polion, or we still need to chase goals. We've got no options on the bench. No, that, that's true. You know, I mean, the only I, thing is we've got Gregor Cox, who's inexperienced at this level. Yeah, because he, he had to play centre forward, didn't he? Like when, um, what game did he play? No, well, sorry, to replace Polion. And that didn't really work for me. No. You know, as a number 10. So, again, we, we don't really know what our best formation is going to be. Personally, for me, um, when we were playing at Steve Ridge, I was a bit confused about how we set up anyway, because people were telling me it was four four two, But for me, it looked like it was Frank and Vincelo and Connolly at the back with... Uh, Doherty and um, Youngie as wingbacks, which kind of makes sense, really. It, yeah. But then it it changed because Moraes went from a sort of central role. He went sort of wide left, and all of a sudden it looked like a, a flat four four two. So I was just, I was just a bit confused of what we what we're playing, and I mean I hope the players know what they're doing. That's all I'm saying. But it doesn't look like they they are. No. Again, I, I mean, exactly when you're at a game, you can usually see a formation really straightforward, kind of. Yeah. And I was saying to the people I was with, I was like, look, well, you got. It looks like it's five at the back because there's a flat five. And all of a sudden it was like a four. And I was like, so what is it? You know, how and, and how is that going to help us play out the back? And how is that going to help us go forward effectively? And I just felt like, I, I don't know, that translating to the players, I think. You know, if they're just changing systems throughout the game, trying to be fluid, I'm just not sure that we've got the calibre to do that. I think no. we need to go, I've said it, so, it seems like every season I say it, we need to go back to basics first with these players, build them up, build their confidence up. Play to their strengths, make yeah, them feel yeah. better. Yeah, that's right. And I'm not, I, I don't know, at the moment I, I can't sit there and say, right, this is our best eleven. And when you've got a small squad, you should be able to. Yeah. And the thing is, what what's got um, a bit concerning at the moment is you've got all these players like, um, like when Marais came to us he had all the Bolton fans and all that saying oh and Bradford fans oh he was fantastic for us he was so good he would do he would easily get you as many assists this and you know. at the moment as we said before we alluded to like you know he doesn't look match fit but he looks like he's struggling but then again I don't know if that's the case where like he kind of looks lost out there and a player with that kind of experience looks lost you're kind of thinking does he actually know what he's meant to be doing out there mm. you know and I reckon as soon as we get him tweaked and on the level, he's going to be unreal for us. Yeah, because he's quality. Because I've seen times where he's come short and he, he's like asking the centre backs for the ball, yeah. and they're just either they've just gone a different direction. And, he, and he's not that like he's throwing his arms around and started wind or anything, but then he's like, "Well, okay, the ball's gone over my shoulder now. He's got to try and get yeah, up." Exactly. So yeah, exactly. So he doesn't so quite know what he needs to be doing. Like, yeah. I think he quite likes to play and pick the ball up deep, from what I've seen. You know, I think he'll, he'll give it back as well. I think he'll, he'll give and go sort of thing, but. Again, I guess all that partnerships. I think they're just still not learning. But again, that's what he's like the deep lining ball, uh, the ball players meant to be like, right? That's yeah. why we're getting players like the Milsoms and mm. 
you know, that's his job. Yeah, that's and right. then Josh Payne, when he comes on, surely that, that, that's his job. So mm. having him kind of do that, the thing is, what I'm finding is if he's dropping into that hole, there's no one pushing into where Murray no, should be. That's right. Yeah. So literally, as you say, they're pumping it over his shoulder and he's just falling into space. Mm. And then he's got to try and turn, run on to get that ball. And no one else is like intercepting it. Then what's happening? They, we get the ball intercepted from us and let's go yeah. straight back the other way. That's right. And he's turning back the other way again. Mm. It's just things where I, I think he just. He's obviously trying so, so hard, Maurice, that he's mm. literally coming in trying to put his mark on the game. Because obviously he's got that quality where he could change the game. Do you know yeah, what I mean? And, and I've, we're not seeing that at the moment. And I don't mm. think that's down to him at all. I think that's down, like you said, I think that's down to the tactics because I, I don't mind. I mean, I'm not a fan of playing out the back really, but I don't mind it. I, I like the whole when the defenders split, but the idea is we should mix it up from there. I feel like we get the ball to one of the centre-backs, but then like you mentioned before, Mills, uh, well, it would have been Payne or... Ballman, well, that's not really Bully's game, is it? To go and pick no. up the ball from the centre backs, and Payne isn't really good enough to do that. So, so that, that loses that option. We didn't really have wingers who were sort of hugging the touchline, so they weren't really an option for the centre backs. So it's like the second phase of playing at the back wasn't really working. No, it wasn't there, was it? it? No, it, it wasn't there to suit that, was def- that de- game. Definitely against Stevenage, I saw that a lot. And well, I, well, I mean, Tuesday was just a crazy game anyway. It started. To the first half you can pick holes in, but the second half I was just crazy anyway. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I kind of want to. For- I enjoyed the game on Tuesday, but it was just like the first half for me I- was just frustrating as hell because I, f- I did think we started relatively well, but we just let them back in so easily. I mean, they just they just dumb me in, wasn't it? Our mistake. It- right, should we go into the Swindon game? Yeah, right? crack on, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So obviously, as everyone knows uh, about the-, the game on Tuesday, it was one of those games where it can only really happen at Crawley. Yeah. You know, it's such a crawly game. Like, um, as I said, I reckon we come out of the traps really, really well. I thought the first 10, 15 minutes we looked really, really sharp and I thought we were uh, going to go to a good place. But then, literally, that cock-up happened in the, in the corner. Then, mm. you know, Glenn We lost Ross our reds after yeah. that, didn't we? We did definitely it. lose our reds. We just looked all to sea. And mm. then we, we just didn't have any answers. We weren't doing the fluid passing that we was doing before. Maybe the pitch dried out. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we weren't doing that. And then like, Stevens came into it. Um, Stevens, Swindon come back into it. And they, you know, they started doing their job properly. They, they you know, they started get. they looked more organised than us. They were stronger than us into tackles. And they were first to think. And then obviously, like, as I said before, like, you know, another mistake from us, Vince Lowe stepping out of the back, making a tackle, which he didn't need to be, needed to be making. Mm. That's not really his man to be that far up. And then there's a gap at the back. And then they scored to make it 2-0 uphill uphill mm-hmm. struggle again but if someone said to me at half time don't worry you're going to get a two or draw I'll take it yeah of course you would yeah. but if someone said to me at half time you're going to get a two or draw and they're going to go down to nine men and you're going to be playing against nine men for about 40 minutes mm. and the best you could do is snatch a crap house draw with a dubious penalty in the 98th minute I'll be like that's cruelly mm-hmm. that's cruelly because I've got to tell you that I've never been any. I haven't been so frustrated of watching a second half of football in my life. We got down to nine men, right? And everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah." They they pat the box out. They done this and the other. And but we made it easy for them. Yeah, it was, you know, we, we didn't do nothing. We did, we were slow. Mm-hmm. We were so pedestrian with the ball. We literally pumped in the most. I've I've never seen crosses that bad. Mm-hmm. You Fifty-two know? off something they counted, and surely a any team but fifty-two crosses in should at least be creating a quarter of those chances or, or a shot should come off your you know? keeper done really well no he didn't <laughs> no no their keeper was probably laughing thinking what is going on here this is the most easiest game I'm going to play in forever mm-hmm. and like 
the thing is, what really wound me up about it was like, obviously, we had the impetus. You know, the impetus was all on our like the game was in our, our swung in our favour, big like massively, mm. and all we had to do was literally just spread them. Because mm-hmm. I think there was times where Nathaniel George, who had a really good game for his debut, bear in mind that was his first league game, um, there was times where he's given the ball inside and all he had to do was just return the ball outside because he got himself in so much, you know, just drag someone out, open up that pocket space. And we weren't. We were switching it to a, a, a top-heavy part of the pitch. Mm-hmm. You're like, guys, there's space over here. Because <laughs> everyone was shuffled already. All we got to do is quick, return it back, quick. Yeah. And I think as Nathaniel George got a little bit tired um, in the second half, like he his, his decision making wasn't that great because there were so many times where you know we were just gagging for the cutback, mm-hmm. and he beat his man so many times. And every time he beat his man, his man's on the floor, and then all we kept doing was drilling it into the first man. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing? Please just look up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was frustrating. It was well frustrating. Yeah, it was. It was probably one of the most frustrating games I've like ever watched, and like for like uh, a newspaper to call it a heroic. God, really? I mean, on paper, all it—I mean, it, it says, "Cruelly down, two 0 down at half time. Result was two-two with a 98th minute penalty." And on paper, that you know, it sounds like we've we've got ourselves out of a, out of a hole. And that's basically all we did, really. I'm not going to sit here and champion the fact we were two 0 down because, if anything, we probably shouldn't have been two 0 down. We we gave them a two 0 lead, and it was just a really messy performance. But all I would say is it it can be rectified if we do the business against Bury. And if but if we don't and we get turned over quite easily, I think that could be another turning point for for Kiel and the fans. I think they'll be very, very frustrated off the back of it. Yeah, because one thing I do want to allude to as well is um how poor Harry Kiel's game management was in that game. Oh I thought it was atrocious. The subs are awful. Do you know what one I, I didn't get right is he had Doherty on a booking, right? I know, I know. Luckily, he didn't get sent off. But he had a guy on a booking. The referee had sent off two of their men, right? I, I would have dragged him off Doherty because he wasn't really getting forward. He was, he was, he was basically sitting in the left back position, which is fine. Get. Which we, had, but we had four men on like, one. Yeah, defending one. So why don't we manage the game a bit smarter? And I'll be honest, I didn't actually mind Payne coming on. But what he should have done was maybe brought off Doherty for Payne. Had another man in that midfield alongside Milsom and Smith. Uh, you know, for there for the cutback because we just wasn't using that space very well at all, in my opinion. Exactly. There was, I said it. We was in that game for about twenty-five minutes with four players marking one man. Yeah, I was just doing my head. I was just watching Absolutely, them. Absolutely, that is. It was, I was just watching don't them do it. Talk to me about you don't know about football when you got four players marking one man. How bad is that? Yeah, and all I was waiting for was the long punt back, which okay, you know. <laughs> obviously we don't want to concede do we but we don't need four men there you know we're, no, we're... three would have been the, 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 like you said three would have been enough the two centre backs and probably one deep line midfielder yeah one yeah. to be in front of the stri- one to be in front of the striker and the other two to be behind so if yeah. anything does they just mop it up yeah and, you know? and then yeah so I would have brought Docky off and maybe put Payne on because like, again he, he brought off um, Milson which I, I thought was a little bit harsh because I thought we actually got better he was actually the right man for the job in, in yeah. that particular instance where he's getting loads of time on the ball and he's got a bit of composure, Milson, especially in front of goal. He slides yeah. it in quite nicely. He did. Yeah, in front of our goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest hit. <laughs> what a ball. <laughs> Even I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, the, the point is, is uh, that's sort of players you want. It's people who are a bit of a calm head. Yeah. You know, And for me, Payne is not a calm head at all. And, you know, he's, again, 
Smith, obviously, I understand him coming off because it was his first game back, which is kind of fine, really. Yeah. But uh, again, the other subject, uh, see, I would have brought on, I tell you, I would have brought on, <laughs> I'm just going to be a big hypocrite here, I would have brought Youngie on uh, out wide because their left back, I believe, was, um, I think it was Matt Taylor playing out there. He was just getting roasted every time. I just would have just gone for the pace out there yeah. and, and and just beating him all ends up. Because that like, Greg Cotts come on, yeah, he beat him every time so easily, but he can't deliver. And the guy's young as well. Like he's not. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think he's quite there yet either, really. But I, I don't know. I just felt like it just it was just it was a messy game. But I think we can draw a line under it if we get it right on Saturday. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's one of them, you know, we've got the 90th minute winner and use that as the positive. You take that into the next game because, you know, as you would, uh, any, when you score a late goal, it's not a better feeling, is there? Like, especially to nick a point or to get the winner. You know, we did everything right, really, didn't we? We scored straight after them going down to 10 men as well. Everything's all set up for us to get this, the three points, wasn't it? You thought we'd have kicked on because our terrors were up. And literally, literally, as soon as they got the second uh, send off, it's almost as if it, Deflated us. It was weird. It was. It was. It was, really, it was such a weird game to watch. Yeah, because you you'd have thought the players would be like, right, come on, lads, let's do this. Let's, yeah. let's kick on now. But that's the and game management. Didn't. That's the game management thing. I, I feel like Q didn't really have a plan what to do. He, he should have reacted to that sending off straight away. I think. So, so all right, right, that's it. We're gonna put you under the cross now. You know, what I mean, there's nothing worse than like, they get. You know, when you're defending against eleven players or well, mm. ten players. When you're defending against that, you get tired so much because you're just concentrating. Yeah. Concentrating. When all we had to do was put the ball around. And the thing is, what I found was it was slow. It was very monotonous. And it was just that one of those things where you just thought, boys, do something with the ball. Mm. You know, as we, as someone said, 59 crosses. Did we get a goal from a header? Did we? <laughs> there was one knock. Was the knock? The knockdown that came from the goal, because the thing is, I was literally just covering my eyes at the time. No, no, when no, it no. comes to Palmer, that was just literally just a, a scramble in the box. Yeah. And then he lashed it in. Well, 59 yeah, crosses. I'll be able to Palmer had to tackle Polion to get the ball off him first. Yeah. Well <laughs> done. Lucky. It was a great tackle first. Yeah, Polion was trying to clear it. Yeah. But um, that's what I mean. 59 crosses. Not one single goal come from it. Whatever it was, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's not good enough. And I think that... The... I'd be embarrassed. If I was if I was cute, I'd be going like not funny boys, fifty nine crosses. And again as well, what was these short corners about as well? I just oh, they're didn't... all terrible as well. Yeah, like... not one of them looked any good. I don't mind it to mix it up, didn't the odd short corner. But why was it every single time we're doing a short corner? He's sort of crossing, right? Yeah, yeah, but so bad that was. Yeah, but I think from a dead from a dead ball cross, like Morais is there. Like, you know, it's it's one of his specialities. Yeah. We've already scored from a corner already this season. Yeah. You know, so that that just confused the hell out of me as well. And I'm not trying to be funny as well. Even the keeper did claim it in his hands. He's got no one to pass to anyway. No, exactly. We're going to get it straight back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It's not like he pump it forward. But, as soon as he does that, it's going straight back because yeah. there's only one man up there. But uh, It was weird. It was but, weird. Yeah, it was really strange. But again, we, we've taken a point. That's, that's take that last minute, you know, the, the sort of, the celebration from that and take that into Berry, and let's get a three points at home because yes. we need to, get the season rock and rolling now. I think, you know, obviously the first win of the season, blinding, but... We're not really built on it. No, 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 we haven't. You know, and I, you know, it's fine to, taking points here and there, but there's been a couple of games where we've been in the game and rather than keeping the point, you know, like against Stevenage, there we conceded, we got the point back, we lost the game. Port Vale, we played really well, lost 1-0. If we can't win, don't lose. You know, because you, you look at the teams who go up in this division... Luton lost eleven games last year, Accrington lost ten. You know, so everyone everyone beats everyone. Yeah. But the difference is, is 
is they draw enough games exactly to, to keep them give them that ten points. Like I think we lost twenty odd games last year, ten draws, we were in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the difference. You know, we won quite a lot of games, but we didn't. It's the games that were close. We wasn't taking a point from. Yeah, that's the difference. So you know, we are going to lose games across the season. We might even lose twelve games, fifteen games. That might still be enough to get us in the playoffs, top top eight. Just got to make sure that those games that are close, we take something from them. Yep, indeed. And that's us take Tuesday as an example. Of that you know, we could 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 walk away with nothing when we've taken a point. Let's use that as a catalyst for for good things going forward yeah I mean it's, I suppose we're sitting there and saying about the, the, the 59 crosses but at least the boys just kept going at it yeah you know Palmer was still still driving into the box mm-hmm. and the thing is I think that showed that's how they were scared when we drove into the box they did not like that at all mm-hmm. and I think it took us to the 95th minute to realise that literally running at them in the box it just literally just opened up for Palmer, didn't it? Mm-hmm. The ball went through and just opened up for him. And then it was just that lazy tackle because obviously they was all knackered. Mm-hmm. And then that's what happened. But like you say, he converted the penalty. He got up like a boss. So much pressure in 98th minute against uh, nine men. Yeah, it was pressure, wasn't it? Of course it was. And uh, yeah, he just puts it away. You know, uh, like, as I say, one of, the, one of the good things to come out of the sign so far is is how well Palmer's taken to wearing a crew mm. shirt. And long may it continue. It shows, isn't it? I mean, obviously he's got four in the league now, plus that one in the friendly. You know, obviously, it's just good to get that first goal on your belt. I just hope for Polion's sake as well. You can do that, obviously. I know I've yeah, mentioned that already, but um, I, I, I've still got hope for the season. I've, I'm still Thank excited. I've got low. I think there's a lots, there's lots of good things to come out of it, but also a lot of work to do on the same front as well. And yes, I'm not beating them up. I just, I just think we need to be smarter now how we go about approaching some games. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, definitely. Alright, so the next game is better on Saturday at the Czech Trade. No, no, the Broadfield Stadium. Sorry, I, I renounced the, the C word uh, at the Broadfield Stadium. Um, so, yeah, hopefully see you guys down there. Yes. Right, come on, you Reds. Come on, you Reds.